Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to get rid of the unhelpful thoughts we've been taught about money. I'm your host, Master Certified Mindset Coach, Belinda Smith. I help my clients make their first dollar and their first million dollars. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Oh my goodness. I have something... (laughs) I have something I need to bring to the congregation. I'm going to need your thoughts and prayers about this. So (laughs) there aren't a whole lot of rules that I, in the world that I've like necessarily care about. I mean, I'm mostly a a rule abiding person, but I don't take them on as like, you know, like a commander or or a ministry. But one of these, (laughs) one of the things that I am somehow oddly committed to is like when you buy socks and there is an L for the left foot, you know, on it and an R for the right foot on the sock. Like, I feel like that is like of paramount importance. I know you're like, Belinda, the socks aren't any different. But in my head, like they cannot be messed up. Left has to go on your left foot. Right has to go on your right foot. And there are no exceptions to this rule in my world. And so today I was doing laundry and I got all the stuff out and in my, <laughs> I'm in a crisis of humanity, you guys. I have two L's and I have no R's to match them. And so the question, I mean, y'all, I have looked, I have looked in the dryer, in the washer, in the, I mean, everywhere for my R's and they are not to be found. So I have to like go through this entire thing. Do I throw away the two L's? That's ridiculous. I should wear the two L's, but then will it mess up my whole day? Because I will secretly know I have two L's on. Anyway, thoughts and prayers are appreciated while I, um, navigate this, this, um, really difficult time in my life. Today, aside from my, um, you know, the typical therapy I request from you, I want to talk about uh, value and not and and your value and and what you put into the world. And I'm not asking about worth, Um, not like, are you worth something? I'm interested in if you are acknowledging your, your abilities and your talents and what you put into the world. And this is something that I really have had to struggle with and, um, and really hold my own to. So I'm going to tell you this very first story to kind of get you started in and how, you know, this is really the first time that I ever got slapped in the face with being like, uh, uh, you like I was worth this amount. My I provided this amount of value and you were big fat going to pay me. So back when I first moved to Nashville, oh my gosh, all I ever wanted to do is be a background singer. Like I was being so happy. And I got hired finally to do my very first studio session. And I was hired to be a background singer. And like for y'all, I mean, I think we call them BGVs. So if you ever see that in a liner note or like credits now, I guess online, you know, that's like the oohs and the ahs and the extra voices that you hear in the back. Like if you hear a lead vocalist, there's usually two or three um, tracks behind that singing the very same thing. It's just everything is really stacked. So when you're thinking, oh my gosh, how do those three or four people sound that full and that big? That's because they're a background vocalist doing that. And so, you know, you can kind of not sing and still have the background vocalist on the track you're singing along to live. So I was hired to do this. So excited. I think, I think it was a two day session, maybe a one and a half. Um, 
and what I understood that I was going in to do is exactly what I just described to you. Oohs and ahs, some backgrounds. And uh, again, it was my very first session. So I was like so incredibly vocally prepared on point and let's go. And I go in and what I learned very quickly is that one of the singers was actually not going to sing, like only if they had a solo um, and maybe they only had one of those on the whole record. But basically I was singing everything from the lead vocal to the background vocals. I was the voice. And when they would go out and sing live, then that particular singer would be singing along to my voice. So this was a new, this was a new concept. It was like, like a little Millie Vanilli. I mean, so super not on that level, but yeah. So I was immediately fascinated by like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? However, it was my very first studio session. I was so excited and I, I can't, it's been a while. So I think I think that they had told me they would pay me $300. Okay, listen, that is not, that's way more than a $300 job. I just didn't know the difference. So I was so happy. I got to sing for 300 bucks. Didn't matter. Well, I go, I do the session, I sing the record and I just, you know, you just have a feeling, but I expected to be paid at the end of the session, but instead it was one of those, Hey, the checks in the mail. And so much like later, let's say two or three weeks later, um, the, the check was not in the mail or, or I had not received it in the mail. So you know how you do that thing? You're like, hey, um, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but um, I guess the check got lost in the mail. So would you mind going ahead and sending another? Okay. Um I think I had to do that a couple times. I remember I'm, I'm working on memory, like that memory here. And then finally I get the check in the mail and I cashed said check and it bounced. And I got a $35 fee because I cashed a check that where there was no money. So yeah, it was on me for cashing the check. So then um, I've started, you know, to like, <clears throat> I started to lose my lovely. And so my dad had, I was like, dad, you know, what am I going to do? He's like, you're getting your money. That's what you're going to do. That's how we're going to work this through. And this particular instance, it was a, um, a gospel music group. And so, you know, as the emails went back and forth, the person who had hired me got more and more ugly. And it finally came down to, you know what? What we're doing is a ministry and we're having a hard time financially. And the fact that you won't contribute to this ministry is, you know, it says a lot about, you know, it was basically me. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. There's basically, it says a lot about me and who I was as a person. And so um, really that was the first time that I ever shot back an email and without even really thinking about it. And I was like, no, this is saying a lot about you as a person. Like you hired me to do a job and you're not paying me. And bottom line, like we can make this public or we cannot. And so I got another check in the mail. Y'all, I am not even kidding you when I told you it bounced again. So at this point, I'm like, what do I do? Do I go to go to their house? Do I rob them? You know, do I what what am I going to do? And then, you know, I finally was about ready to leave it when again, my dad was like, Nope, you're not leaving it. You email him and just remind him that a worker is worthy of their hire. That's a, a, a thing from the Bible. If you don't read the Bible, pick it up. It's not a bad book. 
<laughs> so I sent that back and I finally, I got the check plus $35. So it, it, it covered one of the overdraft fees and I, I never heard from them again, but I hope they enjoyed my voice uh, in their concerts for years to come. Um, so I, t- <laughs> oh, there was a little snark. Did y'all catch that? A little bit of snark. But that was one of the first times that I ever had to stand in my value. It wasn't that I thought I was worth as a human, that I was worth that. It was that I provided a service and it was a valuable service. And if we have to argue about this for the next 10 years, we can. And that was kind of where I got at toward the end. It was like, all right, now I'm being insulted. Now you're pretending I'm too stupid to understand that I have provided a service and I will stand in my value. And that was, one again, one of the very first times that I started to, where I just had to do it. I just absolutely had to do it. And I'm speaking a lot to um, those of us today who have doubts about our value. We have doubts about what we provide. And uh, and a lot of that comes with creative people, with artists, like, you know, visual artists, um, singers, songwriters, uh, anybody who is a a creator of um, you know book writers, things like that, where we start to think, oh my gosh, like I just made this up. Is that enough? Like who am who am I to charge this much? Um, the very first thing I ever made um, was when I was mentoring songwriters, and it was a I believe it was a six week I think it was a six week. Um, program where, and it was about creativity and um, giving songwriters prompts and, you know, making, sending you into places in your head where you would normally go. Um, We got something inspirational five days a week, I believe it was for six weeks. And I charged $97 and I was terrified. I was so afraid of, you know, putting myself out there. I was afraid of what my friends would think, what my fellow co-writers would think. I definitely thought, who do I think I am? Like, who do I think I am? But I put so much work into that. I was so like on point and I was so excited about it. And now, you know, if I were to ever do that again, like there is no way that it would be $97. As a matter of fact, I gave it away for free because I had, I had elevated what I was doing to, to a point that I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm so glad it was created, but I just, you know, hear y'all take it because my work had elevated. Um, and so as we come into our work and we start to put things out that are just out of our brain, it's like, I'm just making stuff up. Well, who's going to pay me for this? What I really want you to think about, and this is kind of how I picture it. It's like, let's, let's say we're on two um, train tracks that are about to have to cross each other. One is artistry and what we make up and put into the world or our expertise or our education or our life experiences. The other is commerce. And by the time these two trains are ready to cross, okay, so your artistry and the thing that you've created and that you feel like is your baby and, you know, oh my gosh, I should give it away for free because I don't want to feel like a sellout and like I'm just trying to get money from people. Okay, listen, if you don't have your confidence in place by the time that train is about ready to uh, intersect with commerce, the commerce train is going to run you big fat over because money and commerce, they don't care 
about your art. The person who's going to care about your art is you. Once you have confidence in your art, then it's going to be like, okay, like, like I always go back to like Yo-Yo Ma and, and he's creating these sounds and these amazing pieces in these moments. And like, <laughs> I wonder if he ever had a time when he's like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't charge that. Am I good enough? You know, wouldn't that be interesting to find out um, if, 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 that was something that happened. But of course, of course, it's Yo-Yo Ma. Of course, you should charge whatever the heck he wants. And so when you have that confidence behind you, the, the commerce train has to slow down because you're the creator, you're the artist, um, you get to decide. And so I really want to be 100% clear. And again, it's not really about personal worth. It's about acknowledging the value that you're bringing to the table. Now, Another thing, I, I, I want to be honest about this. I have had uh, so many people in my life who've had to really help me with that uh, because anybody who knows me will be like, oh my gosh, for a hundred years, I just wanted to give stuff away for free. I'm like, I'll do that for free. I'll cut my price. It's totally fine. I can do that because my heart was so like, I just wanted to help. I just said, I just want to help. But the truth was, I do think there was... um some value issues, you know, is what I'm providing uh, enough of a value for what I'm charging. And so it really does become, you know, sort of a, like a rub in your brain. And uh, I, I, I have, I will tell you, I do, um, I, I've cultivated a place in my life where I get to do the things I really enjoy. So I'm a songwriter, uh, I'm a coach, and I'm a real, real estate agent. I do three things that I absolutely love. And believe me, I don't do things I don't love anymore. I'm just too too tired and too grumpy. But these are three things that come with, they exercise different parts of my brain and I'm stimulated by these things. So I have to tell you about this real estate thing. Um, and I'll tell you, my broker, Brian, it has been like, when we started, he's like, no, you are not cutting your price. You are not paying for this. You are providing a service and a value and you have expertise and experience. And it was just really nice to hear that reflected back because I learned so much in the creative world, but then also in, in like the real estate world, which is still creative. It's crazy how many, how much overlap there is, but it was just really good. It's always good to have people reflecting back to you that you do have life experience that no one else has. You do have lots of training um, that no one else has. You have titles, you have earned certifications, and all of this matters. And then you also have the value that you're putting out and the creativity in your brain that no one else has. Like you, your you-ness, Y-O-U-N-E-S-S, is what gives you your seat at the table, right? Who cares? We don't need another... I don't know, whoever, we don't need another one of those. We need you and what you provide. So, okay. So as <laughs> one of the things I do, um, as a real estate agent is I get to put signs in yards. Y'all have all seen you know, the first sale signs in yards. So, <laughs> So this is about acknowledging my value. And I went through this like last week. I went over to put a sign in a yard. And if you've ever seen like they're like black, I don't know, are they iron, I guess? I don't know. You, you put your sign in it. It's got my name and my company, my brokerage and a number and it reads for sale. And you have to get these, these dang things in the ground. Okay. So this was a particularly difficult one for me. I mean, 
<laughs> just make things ridiculous. So this particular this day, y'all, I got the sign and I cannot get it in the ground evenly. I can get one side in and I can't get the other side. So I decide in in my all my wisdom and training here that I'm going to stand on that bottom part, you know, that that part that's um, perpendicular to the ground. I'm just going to stand on it and I'm going to rock back and forth on that thing until it goes on the ground. Like literally I will use all of my body weight and all of the rocking back and forth that I can do. So here I am in this yard. I don't know anybody around there. Hopefully nobody saw it, but I have a, I have a feeling the nosy neighbor did. Um, And I'm like rocking back and forth on this sign, trying to get it in the ground And you know, like that moment when you feel like something's going wrong, but you're too far in to know what's happening, like you can't fix it. And so I realize that I am holding on tightly to this sign that is falling forward and there's nothing I can do. (laughs) So like I play the piano. And so all I could think of was, get your fingers off and just take the beating because I didn't want to break my fingers. So here I am standing on this real estate sign and I'm falling forward and I (laughs) I face planted. I totally face planted in the yard. It hurt like a beast and I had grass on my forehead and oh my gosh. And then, and then like in an even cooler moment, like I just rolled off. I just had to roll off the sign. I have a dress on (laughs) laying in the yard. And I was like, you know what? I'm so stinking acknowledging my value right now. Because not only like is it contract negotiation, which I really enjoy, but right now I'm acknowledging (laughs) that I'm like in the yard, in the grass, in a dress, and I can't get the stupid sign in. So, um, that is, that's just an antidote for you so that you know there's a lot that goes into our creativity and what we do, our, um, the things that we create, our, what we've been taught to do. Now, granted, I was not taught to face plant in a yard of a house that, that I'm listing. <laughs> oh, I'm nothing if not elegant, beautiful. It's nothing if not elegant. But that's just another example of like things that are going on behind the scenes that other people just don't get. And um, I am required, um, the, the the law does require me to tell you, I am a licensed Tennessee uh, real estate agent at Doorbell Real Estate and our number is 888-388-DOOR, door. Okay, um, got to get the legal stuff out of the way because I don't want to get in trouble. Um, so anyway, I am going to invite you. I just gave you two examples. I have a million. You'll probably hear more on future podcasts, but I'd be interested in, in, uh, stories that you have about, you know, whether or not you are actually acknowledging, um, the value that you are putting into the world. Okay. This is not about worth. I think we're all worth, uh, something and, and definitely that's a different conversation, but are you acknowledging your value? And if so, if you are acknowledging your value, are you doing it? Are you acknowledging it enough? I think it was Christine Kane who told me early on, she's like, you know what you're charging? Um, okay, now take that and double it. And that's probably going to put you at a good starting place. 
Now, I'm not saying that's you, but she she wasn't too far off for me. So, all right. I thank you again for your time. I appreciate you coming along this, this road with me. You're always welcome to email me with uh, comments. I'm not really interested in really ugly comments, uh, <laughs> but feel free to answer the questions, holla back. And um, uh, it's Belinda at un- unhookedlife.com. I would greatly appreciate it if you would consider reviewing the podcast on Apple. And if you are comfortable, um, I would love stars. Like all the stars, y'all. All the stars. I'm very into it. I'm going to keep asking you till I get till I get more. So be ready. Anyway, um, <laughs> behave. And um, if you have any advice about the, the left right sock situation, um, obviously I'm standing way way in the uh, value of the left and right instruction. And please, when you pass a real estate sign, please understand what went into uh, putting that thing up. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for hanging out. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star counts. All right, I'll see you next time.